I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17, where we talk about Closer. Mm. <laughs> Are you? No, yay. no yay for this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But you suggested it. I did suggest <laughs> it. your idea. I a momentary <laughs> lapse in my judgment. And I honestly uh-huh. don't know why I even recommended this movie or even said that I liked it because I don't remember. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know what was with me that day. All I know <laughs> is that this movie is terrible and I hate it. I don't hate a lot of things and I don't use the word hate very often. But this is one movie I absolutely hate. So I'm sorry if you like it. Okay. So let's get into yeah, this, guys. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's going to be an hour-long pitch fest. <laughs> um, so this movie was released in 2004. It is directed by Mike Nichols, who passed away in 2014 at the age of 83. He also directed The Graduate, Primary Colors, and The Birdcage. I love The Birdcage. It is cage. written by a guy named... I'm sorry. I haven't seen it, and I know it's something I should see because it's Robin Williams. You've never seen it? And I've (gasps) never seen it, and we should have watched that instead, but no, we had to watch this piece of shit. Oh my (laughs) god, I love The Birdcage. My sister and I, okay, just sorry, a little side note. My sister and I used to, along with the whole Titanic thing where my grandma would get these movies in, Uh Birdcage was one of them. And my sister and I, when we were younger, God, I'm eight years older than my sister. So, but when we would go over to my grandma's house, we would watch that (laughs) and First Wives Club. Nice. On repeat all weekend. I've seen First Wives Club, (laughs) but not Birdcage. Anyways. Oh my God. Anyways. All right. It's a must see. Okay. For sure. Okay. That that one, I will. I just don't know that I can trust you anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it was written by Patrick Marber. So the cast is really simple. There's four people. That's really all there Uh is. Um, Natalie Portman plays Alice. She's also in Black Swan, B for Vendetta. Her very first movie, Leon the Professional. And then, of course, she's in Thor. And Uh like a couple other Thor movies. Um, Jude Law plays Dan and he's in The Holiday, The Talented Mr. Ripley, The Grand Budapest Hotel among others Clive Owen plays Larry and he's also in Children of Men Inside Man and King Arthur Side note, I actually really like King Arthur and we probably should have done that one instead Yeah, there's a lot of ones we should have done instead (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Julia Roberts plays Anna and she's also Notting Hill, My Best Friend's Wedding, Pretty Woman, and Aaron Brockovich, among many, many, many others, as we all know. All right. So I'm going to stop you right there. Because when you look at this cast list, you think this is going to be a great fucking movie. I was going to say the same okay? thing. I was like, oh, my okay. God, this movie has Julia Roberts. It's got Natalie Portman. Right. Like, this right. should be, this should have been a hit. Exactly. It's not. I mean... No, it's not. And actually, one of your facts that you have on there, I did not know. So I think it should have stayed exactly where it was at and not turned into a movie. (laughs) I can agree with that. So anyways, we'll move on. But I'm just saying, when you look at that cast list, you're thinking, yeah, this is going to be a pretty, you know, Especially Julia Roberts, having her name attached to it, because I think this came after Notting Hill, because I think Notting Hill was Mm -hmm. like 99 or 2000, something like that. Right. So like having this 
come after that, you would expect this to be at a higher caliber. And this was the first right. movie Natalie Portman did after the uh, Star Wars train wrecks. So, right. But, like, Natalie Portman's an excellent actress. Like, she's exactly. so good. I mean, and she's really good in this all movie. Yes, I will agree. Yeah. I think, I mean, if you had to find a character with, you know, in that you with liked, a redeeming would, quality right uh, <laughs> i would say it was her it would definitely be her i agree um, but she's not very high on that list no it's a really movie, low bar so. yeah like the bars on the floor very low bar <laughs> anyways but yeah i'm just saying so when you look at this cast list and especially i don't know for me for julia roberts i don't really see her i guess after this i had a really hard time seeing her play something else just because she was an awful person in this movie i mean yeah. they all were they all but were i don't see julia roberts playing that type of character yeah and so kind of made me a little sad i'm gonna do a quick synopsis of this so people kind of have some yes. frame of reference here um uh, if you've not <laughs> seen it just do yourself a favor listen to this episode the whole way through and that's all you need to know about this movie okay so i'm yeah. just gonna start off with that <laughs> so this movie follows the lives of these four people over the years, and it starts off with um, Jude Law's character, Dan, suddenly meeting Natalie Portman, Alice. So Dan meeting Alice, and mm -hmm. they start a relationship, and then the story moves ahead, and then he like, meets Anna, which is Julia Roberts' character, meets her, mm -hmm. and then even though he's still with Alice, he hits on Anna, and then they start up a relationship, kind of, but not till later. But like, there's some flirting and some making out, and then, right, and then she meets, um, Larry because Larry. Dan catfished Larry. That's a whole other thing we'll get into. So she meets Larry, <laughs> who's a dermatologist, and so basically, like, as the story progresses, you find out that Anna and Dan have been sleeping together for a year, even though during that time. She had been dating Larry very seriously to the point where she married him. And mm -hmm. then, like, she was sleeping with Dan after she got mm -hmm. married. And then, like, everything just blows up. It's it's just about four people just having zero morals. <laughs> like It really is. and Because, I mean, even in the beginning when he meets, when Dan meets Alice, he he's attached to somebody. He has somebody. Yeah. He's in a relationship. Even then, and you'll find that while all of them have ginormous faults, uh, Dan kind of takes the cake in yes. this whole thing. He He's is, the villain. He's, he really is. He's a narcissistic asshole. And I know we all know somebody like that in our lives, mm -hmm. you know, or they at least come across them in yeah. our lives. <laughs> yeah, it's like but he honestly, feels like all this, like... Like, even though the cheating and all this, like, like he somehow makes it seem like he had to or he didn't have a choice or. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's kind of like, well, it just happened. And, right. You know, because even, you know, Natalie or. Okay. Well, Alice. Yeah. Natalie Alice. Yeah. Character, you know, she tells him, like, at some point, like, you had to have known, you right. know, like, you don't just go into this and it just happens, you know, like, there's. A, a start like there's a point where you can talk yourself out of it yeah and you can make realize, decisions 
You can choose mm-hmm. not to do certain actions and choices. It doesn't just happen. No. <laughs> so, and I kind of liked how, you know, when he, when he first came to her and told her that, you know, he was with um, Anna and everything and, you know, and, and he's just, you know, kept saying like, oh, it just happened. It just happened. You know, and I really kind of liked how she like didn't back down and she didn't just let him get away with that in a sense. Yeah. That she was like, no, there had to have been a point. Like right. there was at some point that you knew and you still went ahead and did it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Anyways, but yeah. So, oh, this movie. <laughs> I know. Sorry. And then like, like there was this moment where. Um, so Anna's a photographer, so she's taking Dan's photo because he's gonna, he's writing a book, and he's actually book. Yeah, his book is kind of about his girlfriend Anna and her life, kind of. Because she's Alice. Sorry, Alice, Alice, mm-hmm. Anna. I don't know why they did that. Ace, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but like Alice, um, you know, she's this all takes place in London. The whole setting's in London, and so she's mm-hmm. moved from New York to London, and. Um, so she's kind of had like, like a rough life kind of, she's had to really make her way. Mm -hmm. Like she even says like right in the beginning, she's a stripper. Um, right. And so anyways, he's, he's wrote this book. So he's getting his headshot taken for the book by Anna Mm -hmm. and he starts coming onto her pretty heavily. And then like first time meeting her. Yeah. First time meeting her and he's making out (laughs) with her and she knows that he's still with, um, still with Alice and, Mm -hmm. Like, so then she stops. She's like, no, we can't do this. And he turns around and he goes, what is it? Like a patriotism, like a patriot thing? Like basically like, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's because you're both Americans. You don't want to like screw her over. Cause it's like, right. what a dick thing to say. <laughs> like, how about, no, she just has a little sense of mor- moral fiber in her being. Unlike you, you dickwad. Right. Yeah. Well that, yeah. And then afterwards, Alice ends up coming in and. Which is kind of okay. So Alice comes in. She wants um, Anna to take her picture, her headshot. Right. So, um, well, not yet. So, anyway, so she uses the restroom when they're when Alice is in the restroom. She's in the building with them. When she uses the restroom, which is like probably just the next next room over, they start talking again, mm-hmm. and they start you know talking about what just happened. You know, with him kissing her and all this and that and him wanting her and you know so then when Alice comes out of the bathroom that's when she asks for Anna to take um her picture because she's never had one done professionally mm-hmm. so then they kick um Dan out and then in the middle of their talking the two women um Alice basically says I I heard your entire conversation yeah like, I heard you guys kissed you know whatever like he wants you and all this and that. So she's not a dumb girl. No. She I think knows. she knows that Dan is very fickle considering like. The type of how they met. How they met. <laughs> like when they met she asked if he had like a girlfriend or something and he said yes. But it was a while before he said anything and she had to ask him. Like he didn't oh, provide yeah. the information. And no, like Lord knows not. he probably like spent time with Al. Like there's overlapping that probably oh, happened yeah. that Alice was very aware of. And mm-hmm. so she's got a she's aware that he's like this yeah you have to i mean she has to you can't be that naive and thinking that it's i mean yeah 
I don't know. You just can't be that naive. No. <laughs> and he seems like a person. Because, I mean, clearly he has no problem. He has these gigantic balls in going and a first time meeting this photographer and he hits on her knowing that his girlfriend is on her way yeah that's the other and thing and that she's gonna be there soon <laughs> right so it's not like it's just an appointment just by himself like his girlfriend is on the fucking way yeah i know <laughs> and it's just the audacity this man has it's insanity and then and then he likes to turn around and play the victim at times. And it's just, oh my God. You know, when you see those posts and those memes about, a, excuse my language, not even though we've been cussing this entire time, but a fuck boy. Yes. And you see toxic, like he is the poster boy. Yeah. Put, get his picture up there because that's exactly what it is. It's so oh bad. Oh my gosh. He's so horrible. And then like, and then you think, okay, well, he's just kind of like this weak, pitiful man. Cause that's how I see him. Like I see him as a very weak, right, pitiful right. man. And oh yeah, he's at home. And like, remember this is 2004. And so like, right. he's at home. This, I guess it's the same day that he meets I, yeah. Anna. And so he's on there and he's on like, chat live with like sex chat or whatever like yeah, a live like a sex, sex track yeah thing. so like anonymous mm-hmm. thing so he goes mm-hmm. on there and that's when the doctor uh or larry larry comes in yeah and he's on this so it's the two men are chatting however dan mm-hmm. is pretending to be a girl and more specifically right. he's pretending to be anna because mm-hmm. like she basically turned him down right yeah so so now he's pissed off right and his little ego is hurt so he's gonna be an asshole yeah and and like it's it's a graphic which is i mean it's fine i read plenty of graphic things but like i think what bothers me is that it's graphic but he's not he's not being truthful like graphic is one thing that's fine like it's a mutual thing that they're both being that Mm -hmm. way but like what it's the deceitfulness of not being who he says he was is what kind of bothered me and so um anyways he manages to get larry to like meet anna Mm -hmm. at the aquarium in london aquarium yeah and Mm -hmm. so it kind of like ended up working out for anna and larry and they kind of start dating you know and they're like okay which by the way it was really creepy by then at then right okay so um and I don't know if it was just, like, the music that was being played in the background, but, like, I get what you're totally saying about him, you know, catfishing Larry and all that stuff with, you know, but it was a little comedic because, like, Larry was really getting into it. I know. You know? It is a little and, funny. And then, and then Law is just sitting, or sorry, well, what's his name? Dan is just sitting there and he's just like, you know, yeah. like just no, it's away. true. Like it's funny. So like, it's that, a little comedic. It is, but at the same time, you're like, God, you're an asshole. I know. No, it is. Like, it's a little bit of both because, like, when you go on these chat rooms, like you have to go in with that idea that who I'm chatting with may not actually be who they say they are. Exactly. So there's that, and that part. Like is, there is that responsibility yes. there that if you just want to have dirty chat and it doesn't really matter who's really mm-hmm. on the other side, the problem is he's like, oh, we should meet up right and so exactly. that's when he got 
uh, Larry to meet with Anna. Yeah, and, uh, and then their cut, their meet was a little funny too. I know she's like she had no fucking clue. I know she's like what the she hell was are like you talking about. Yeah, and then he kept calling himself the Sultan, and she was like, "Uh, okay, okay, like, weirdo." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "I don't understand." But at the same time, and this just goes to show. She doesn't know Dan very well, but she knows him enough to know that this is something that he would do. Yeah. Because she picked up on it right away. Well, that's, I'm wondering if like a little time had passed and he was still trying Mm -hmm. to like talk to her. So that's the other thing about this movie. There's a, there's no indication too much about time passing. Actually, let me, I just want to add, because this is something I wrote down and it's a huge gripe of mine. Mm-hmm. So I have a I have a I guess a theory to go on your okay your thing. So go ahead. So the pacing of the film, there's all this jumping ahead, and it's really kind of obnoxious to me because the mm-hmm. viewer doesn't get any opportunity to um to create a connection and relationship with any of the characters. Like mm-hmm. it's all this like nitty gritty stuff, and then all of a sudden it like jumps ahead like you get the the meeting of alice and dan in the beginning and then all of a sudden it jumps mm-hmm. ahead and you realize it's been like two years or something or like a year mm-hmm. i don't even know like it's right. been a while and then he meets anna so they don't say specifically yeah like, they said something about like that you know it's been like more than a year he right something about like it. they'll drop they'll say like things like that but there's nothing otherwise that indicates right. how much time has passed <laughs> so like it jumps ahead and now you know he's having this conversation with anna and then you know and then you see him later i don't know if it's that night if you didn't pay too much attention to the costume or anything or if it's like mm-hmm. some time has passed and he's been still dragging anna trying to get her to like hang out and do stuff and she's been saying no and that's why she connected those dots Mm-hmm. And then, like, it jumps ahead again, and then it's at Anna's art opening, and you see a little bit of that, and then it jumps, like, another year, two years, something like that. Like, it's really, it's so choppy that you're just yeah. spending half the time trying to play catch up. And so right. I don't feel like you're getting that any kind of connection to any of the characters. You just see, just, you just see them just be miserable like that's all you see is yeah. the miserable parts like you don't see anna and dan falling in love as they claim they are you don't Mm-mm. see that passion or any of that you just Mm-mm. it's very frustrating so anyways mm-hmm. that was my thing i didn't care for that i didn't think it didn't put any kind of like emotional establishment on any of the characters mm-hmm. so okay so with that being said i think the reason for that is because you know these characters are terrible. You can tell pretty much from right off the bat that these are not really likable or lovable characters. Right. <laughs> and I feel with them jumping around so much, it doesn't really give you a chance to... And I kind of think that's the purpose, is like... I don't think we're meant to like these characters. I don't think we're meant to find them relatable i don't think we're meant to form any type of attachment to them other than like wow these are a bunch of shitty ass people yeah who are absolutely miserable but then at the same time i wonder if like you know i mean 
when you look at people who do like infidelity and stuff like that, you know, they always talk about, oh yeah, you know, I was so in love and so this, so that, like that's how it happened, you know? And it's like, but really, because at the same time, even though they want to be away from their partners so much to be with somebody else, at the same time, they are still jealous as fuck whenever they try to move on or go away. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's kind of like, I want you, but I want her too, but nobody else can have you, but I don't want to be with you. I want to be with this person. Right. I want to be with this person, but nobody can have you either. It's like, yeah, uh, that's not how this works. Exactly. That's not how any of that works. That's not how any of this works. (laughs) So I think that's kind of like, I don't want to say the point of like the whole jumping around. I mean, I don't know. I obviously I didn't direct or write or produce any of this. So I don't know exactly. But I think that's kind of because I mean, like I said, usually when you see people go through falling in love and all that stuff, it's kind of like, okay, but you're still a shitty person because you won't let her go. And the only reason why Dan was able to kind of sort of move on with Anna was because Alice completely took herself out. Yeah. She she literally made herself vanish. Yeah. Like he had no idea. None of them, none of them had any idea on where she was at and where she went. Yeah. So honestly, I think that was like the only reason why otherwise he was just going to be because even when she was wanting to like leave, you know, and he's still trying to be the hero of like, oh, it's not safe out there. Oh, you know? yeah. And she's like, so oh, but this... it's safe in here. Right. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's not safe out there. Then why did you wait until some ungodly hour to tell her when you knew right, she'd probably exactly. want to leave? Like, yeah, he's such a selfish yeah. asshole. Oh my god, he just oh he just drives me crazy because it's like it's like wait you think you're you're a decent person like you think you're an okay person when you clearly are not right an okay person and then like he ends you know? up with Anna for a while and like he's just I don't even think he's happy then like no he's not happy and then she's with Dan for a while even though she's still technically uh-huh. married to Larry. And then she finally wants that divorce and Larry makes her the deal. Oh, I'll sign the papers if you like basically have sex with me one more time. Right. And then she does like she falls into it and then she goes to tell Dan and she's like, oh, but it didn't mean anything. Like it was a goodbye thing. And he's like, and I'm like, you're not any better. (laughs) Right. But it doesn't make it okay. (laughs) Right. I think it's kind of funny because again, obviously Larry knew how to get under Dan's skin. Oh, yeah. He knew exactly what he had to do and he did it. And, like, he fucked with her and he knew that was going to drive. Dan is the weak little boy and Larry is the one who plays the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially after the whole, like, computer thing, the catfish thing. I mean, sure, him and Anna ended up together. But at the same time, not really, because Dan and Anna were together since, like, the opening of her freaking art gallery right. thing. Which, and even he says, like, why did we get married then? Like, yeah. what was the point? Like, you were seeing somebody else before we even got married. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It's, That's just, it's all awful. It's all so It's awful. awful. And at, at first, you kind of, like, because Dan doesn't. Or not Dan. Um, Larry doesn't really do anything until 
the, he comes home from that trip and then he says that he slept with somebody oh else. yeah he slept with like a hooker or something <laughs> yeah. and then like so he slept with so a hooker so of- like he's not a good person either like none of these people no. I'm like like the only person who didn't cheat on anybody was Alice yeah and then like yeah, and she's the stripper like, well yeah she really didn't I mean because she- even when she got together with Larry like she wasn't with anybody no or she wasn't with Dan anyways no you know? so she it's was not single like she- Oh my god! And then that moment in the hotel towards the end of the movie, Dan. Oh, I fucking hate him. I hate him. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's like, awful. he's just. Oh my god, he ruined. He ruined their moment. Like it looked like they were kind of starting to have a because you know she bought plane tickets. They were going to get ready to go from London to New York. Mm-hmm. She surprised him with that trip, and. Then he fucks it all up by having to know, because, again, before he left Larry's office, when he was crying like a freaking baby. Little bitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just don't know how to move on. Well, maybe you shouldn't have stuck your dick where it didn't belong. Exactly. Look in the mirror, buddy. No one to blame but yourself. Yeah, because then after Anna banged Larry, she went back to Larry. Yeah, she did. Yeah, so she left yeah, Dan she and did. went back to Larry, which is probably he, smarter because, like, you know. And he knew it, and Larry knew it, knew what was going to happen. He knew that he fucked up their whole plans. Right. Which is kind of hilarious because, like I said, Dan is a god-awful person. I mean, none of these people are good, but at the same time, like, um, he deserves to have been like by himself and it just kind of pisses me off that what's her name that alice like took him back basically yeah i was like i i don't know maybe she needed a place to stay or something (laughs) (laughs) well i don't think so though because she bought them those tickets that's true pretty good well maybe she was living there rent free (laughs) yeah yeah who knows but um but yeah so larry knew that you know, Anna was going to come back to him because he knew that Dan wasn't going to want her anymore. Yeah. Um, and he, he showed that when they were at the theater, you know, and, and basically he figures out what happened. Because when she comes to the theater, she's all flushed. And yeah, I, okay, whatever. You know, she, you know, gets off the the cab and all that. You know, you right. yeah, you're going to be a little flushed. She was a little more than just flushed. And right. So he knew what had happened, especially when, you know, she's like, yeah, he signed, you know, and like, yeah. she wasn't really, she wasn't super enthusiastic about it other than like, yeah, he signed the divorce paper. <laughs> right. And then you find and out then, from Larry that she never turned them in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate this movie. These <laughs> people are terrible. <laughs> And then there's this um, whole, like, kind of really cringy moment, and it's between uh-huh. Alice and Larry when she's, when he finds out, and he comes across her at mm. the strip club, and then uh-huh. they're in the private room, and, like, he's angry and volatile, and, like, he still uh-huh. follows the rules of no touching and all that, but, like, right. he's, like, here, and, like, he pays her, like, a bunch of money because he wants, like, her honest answer because he goes, what's your name? You know, because she keeps <laughs> giving her stripper name, which I don't even remember what her stripper right. name was. And then he goes, no, Jane. I want your real name. And she goes, Jane. 
And he goes, mm-hmm. stop fucking with me. I want your real name. Here, here's more money. What's your name? She goes, Jane. And like, yeah. she keeps saying, she's like, it's plain Jane Jones. And like, yeah. he gives her like 500 bucks by the time this is done. And right. he's pissed. And he's like, you know, he doesn't have Well, because Anna, he knows and, like, her as Alice. Right. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. it's all, like, he's like, oh, it's just this bullshit game she's playing. Like, all these women in my life play bullshit games. And mm-hmm. so, um, but, like, it's super cringy. And he's like, oh, I want you up here. Like, he's like, I want to look at you, spread your legs. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. so cringy. And it really is. <laughs> so then, I don't know, as an actress, like, how you could do, I mean, obviously. All I hope is they let they her do. take a few shots of vodka before doing it. That's all I hope. Because that oh would be the only way I would right. do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to need a little bit of liquid courage here. <laughs> Y'all are paying me good Seriously. money, but I'm still going to need a little liquid. Because it's not him seeing me. It's him, the sound guy, the video camera guy, the oh, director. Like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah (laughs) anyways yes um uh and then you like at the end with the hotel and they're planning that Mm -hmm. trip from london to new york and she goes oh no one gets to see my passport but me because the picture is terrible and so she ends up going to new york by herself and you see at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. you see inside her passport her real name is jane jones um, so she wasn't lying. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she, she really wasn't lying. No. But I mean, again, they knew her as Alice. And yeah, so... she had been calling herself Alice for years with these people. Yeah. Like, yeah. it must yeah, have started out with like, like a game with Dan yes. and then it like snowballed. Or maybe Alice was her stripper name because she was a stripper when she met him. Right. But so... then they were in the that garden and he saw her name on the wall. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where she got the name because they true. were walking through there. But yeah. There they got it. Yeah. That's true. So. But yeah. So she wasn't lying when she was telling him it was Jane Jones. I know. She's like literally playing Jane Jones. <laughs> but it sounds like she's making it up. It, does. it sounds fake. Right. So I, I get his frustration because, you know, like. I mean, you don't come across very many Janes, and oh my gosh, the last name Jones? Like, right. Who okay. would name their kid Jane so. Jones? <laughs> That's terrible. It's just mean. Oh, <gasps> uh, yeah. So, and then, so know. we didn't really have a lot of facts on this. Uh, no. On this movie, just there just wasn't a lot out there. Um, but it was originally a stage production, so it was written by the same writer who wrote the script for the movie. And Clive Owen hmm. did play the same character on stage that he played in the movie. So he was actually in one of the stage productions. Um, Interesting. And in the play, it is revealed that Alice dies a few years after she and Dan break up. And she goes back to New York and she dies by getting hit by a car. And Dan, oh my and Dan knows this because he was... Yeah, Dan knows this because he was the one they called to identify the body. So, anyways. Wait. He, they called him from New York? Yeah, I guess she, he was the only contact she really had or something. Oh, that was wow. from what I read, what I understood. They kind of should have left that in the movie. That would have been Well, they imply it them. as she's like walking down the street yeah. by herself. And then I think she walks on the street where it says, don't walk. Oh. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so they imply that it happens, but. Mm-hmm. They don't show it. No. Interesting. I just hope Dan lives a sad and lonely life because that's what he deserves. Right. Yeah. He was a 
Oh my gosh, she was funny. And honestly, Anna and Larry shouldn't be together anymore. They should just cut their losses no. and move on. Find some other new people to be with. I think I like to think that after a while, I'd like to think that Larry kind of gets over her and just like, because I mean, out of the two, I find that not that I don't know. I think Anna's a little worse than Larry. Yeah. Um, just because she full on carried a full a whole ass relationship while also yeah being that takes in a, a lot of work I would assume one relationship's enough work I don't want to oh do two God. relationships that sounds exhausting that like, sounds terrible I don't have time for that like I, I would literally rather I'm... nap than like attempt right. a second relationship I'd be like um no yeah no. <laughs> I, I barely have the energy for one relationship. Yeah. I'd rather put what <laughs> I energy I have into, into the really nice relationship I have now than attempt to, yeah, yeah. forget it. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's terrible person. Yeah. When when Alice talks about a choice, she's she's right. Uh-huh. You ha- Everyone oh, yeah. comes across choices in their life. Like, we have moments in our life uh-huh. where we make these choices that, you know, like, when you come across someone and you think, okay, like. Right. Could I? Probably. Will I? No. Like, no. You can you can <laughs> right. make these mental choices. It is not a right. oh well, it just happened. Really, you just got naked and fell on top of each other. Like that's not how this <laughs> works. Like that's like people no. don't spontaneously get naked and end up having sex. Like that just doesn't happen. <laughs> like not like that's... randomly in public. Like a spontaneous right. combustion. Like that's it's a right. choice. It's a it's an active choice you make in your brain. Yep, that's very true. So yeah, she's absolutely right in there, and and I love how, like I said, I love how she just totally obliterates him with that because he really doesn't know what else to say. No, and he has nothing else to say because she's like everybody, everybody has a choice, especially when it comes to something like this. Mm-hmm. There is always a choice, absolutely. And so yeah anyways i just oh man this movie is just so yeah complicated and weird it is i i don't recommend it (laughs) yeah now you don't where were you like back when we were deciding this in like november i don't know what happened I have no idea. I really don't know. I'm just like really I said, glad I only rented it and didn't buy it because I'd be pissed if I yeah. bought it. <laughs> You'd be like, Amazon, sorry, but this was an accidental purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I have my money Dear back? Amazon, this was a mistake. Please give me my money back. <laughs> right. If you watch this, you would understand. Understand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Watch this and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, this might oh go down as one of not the least favorite movie I've ever watched. I've watched some pretty terrible movies before, and I've got two mm. that have come to mind, but I'm not going to mention them today. But this definitely oh, is probably okay. the low fives, low like bottom five. Oh yeah, bottom five. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. This. I don't yeah. even know that I have that much more to talk about. I feel like I said my piece. These people are awful. They're terrible. Really quick. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so Jude Law, okay, God, I'm a fan and not a fan of him, and I know in real life he's, from what I've read, I mean, allegedly, I remember, we use the word allegedly. Alleged, yes, 
allegedly he's not a very good person allegedly he's very much like the character he played in this movie yes and i mean god i don't know i guess maybe that's why okay so kind of just take it back a little bit to like the holiday no it's fine the holiday and he's supposed to be this sweet romantic guy I can't see him like that. I see him exactly like this fucking character right here. I'm sorry. And, but in all honesty, like he just, I mean, he's not even, uh, not that this is about looks, but he's not super good looking. He's not somebody that I'm like. He doesn't have the looks, like the clout that you would expect to have for someone like this who pulls in that much tail. I know that sounds really dumb. Right? Like that's like, (laughs) He's not no, Henry Cavill, true. okay? Like, no. <laughs> who, by the no. way, from what I can tell, is a gem. But that's besides right. the point. <laughs> but no, seriously, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. And so he plays these characters really well. And a part of me is because, like, well, allegedly, you're kind of like them. Yep. So I know. I was talking to my husband I about this movie. Know. And he, he was saying the same thing that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much what you just said is, well, he's, yeah. allegedly he's playing himself, so. Right? Yeah. And, and I, uh, yeah, especially the whole, like, like, he's very assertive, like, when he wants to be, but then at the same time, like you had said earlier, he is such a weak, weak person. He's a very weak person. He's a very insecure person, obviously. Obviously. Um, and... Oh, I just, anyways, yeah, he just, he bugs me. And I think that's, I, just to kind of take it back to my, my main point, I think that's part of the reason why I didn't like the holiday was because he was supposed to be this character that was so romantic and funny and loving and, you know, and it's just, it just wasn't doing it for me. Yeah. And I think after watching this movie, it's, that's exactly why, because yeah yeah i just i don't see him playing that kind of character i see him playing this kind of character over and, and he over does again. Lot, exactly <laughs> <laughs> when you see like i don't know yeah i'm just i'm not a huge jew i'm not I'm just, either i'm not, I'm not so. a that's why i was like kind of surprised like when i mentioned the holiday because when you and i were going through planning our year out and i was like oh we should mm-hmm. do the holiday and you kind of like this ugh. And then, like, <laughs> you would get to this month, you're like, ooh, we should watch this one. And I'm like, you're like, it has Jude Law in it. I'm like, isn't that the original problem? I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> it's okay. Apparently, I was really confused, too. So. Yeah. yeah. But I do have to say, I, think- I have to say, Natalie mm-hmm. Portman was probably the best part about this movie. Not only because of yes. her acting ability in this movie. I thought she did phenomenal in this movie. I thought she mm-hmm. did really, really good. And oh she my plays God. this wonderful, like, dynamic like character. Toughest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. sure. She had a tough character to do because her character was very complex. Her, I feel like her character got kicked around and, like, the shit into the stick numerous times. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, yeah, she's, she did amazing. Um, she is one of Travis's favorite people. Make sure he, um, if he hasn't already, make sure he watches Leon the Professional. But make sure he watches the full director's cut version, not uh-huh. the edited version. 
because the director's cut version is okay. better. And it also has Gary Oldman in it. It's incredible. It's an incredible film. Yeah. Quite frankly, we probably should have watched oh. that one instead of this one. But that's besides the point. Oh, oh. <laughs> we could have watched a million other movies besides this one. And yes, I'm so sorry. But this is probably going to be the only movie that I recommend that I will ever regret recommending. <laughs> you heard it here it's first, happened. folks. <laughs> so a year later down I the road do when Serena picks some other piece of shit movie <laughs> we can all come back to this moment and rub it in her face I'm really excited I can't wait I will do better I promise <laughs> so yeah so basically if you listen to this episode uh, I can pretty much 100% say you do not have to watch this movie yeah, unless you want to see unless you want to see Natalie Portman play like I don't want to say an amazing movie role but her acting abilities really shine in yes, this movie absolutely I will say so if there is a positive and a takeaway from this that's going to be it also right if you want to watch a movie shit. if you want to watch a movie where every 30 <laughs> seconds you go what the fuck is wrong with these people this is the movie to watch <laughs> if you want to see a train wreck here you go here it is <laughs> Here it is. It is an hour and something that you will never get back. So please be aware of that. Yeah. And like, you know, and, and if you have to, um, unfortunately, I don't, it's not available anywhere other than Amazon. Unfortunately or rent. fortunately, so that's the real question. At least a minimum of $4. <laughs> don't buy it. Don't buy it. Just rent it. That's what I did. I rented it. And um, you know what? I've spent quickly... more money on dumber shit. So it could be worse. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's true. Same here. So it could always be worse. But just save yourself the $4. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I don't have much to say. I don't either. This This is definitely a short episode, and that's okay, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could keep bitching, but I don't think anybody wants to hear us keep saying the same things over and over. No. So, on that note, we appreciate you guys listening to us for the 40 minutes of the Bitch Fest, and... um, you know we're glad you're you're here this week regardless of the movie option and next week we are going over unfaithful because we're keeping up with that theme and so yeah but (laughs) i think that next episode is going to be a little different it is it's going to be a little bit different um and i do don't have the same hate for that movie no (laughs) no no we've got opinions but anyways oh lots of opinions (laughs) we will talk about all that next week um and yes. we hope you're enjoying our Drama Llama March, which also turned out to be single word title March, which was kind of funny. Yeah, it did. We've got everything's <laughs> a single title, this or single word title, which is kind of funny. So. Yeah. Um, anyways. Totally did not plan that. No, it was an accident. <laughs> They're like, just a happy, there's no mistakes, only happy accidents. So. Exactly. Uh, be sure. Except for this movie. Yes. Yeah, be- <laughs> This Sorry. movie was a mistake. <laughs> Bob Ross never saw this movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, right. Pretty sure he would agree with us. Yes. <laughs> um, so please make sure you subscribe to our channel. That really helps us out. And then also please mm-hmm. give us, um, go ahead and rate us, review us, review us. I suppose that's the right terminology there. Review us. <laughs> and then uh, Serena will let you know where you can find us on social media. Yeah, definitely. So you can find us. Um, on Oi with a Coffee already on Instagram, 
Uh, you can also find us on Facebook with the same name or with the coffee already. Uh, you can also find us online at thecaffeinatedbesties.com, um, which you can also listen to all of the episodes there as well on your computer or wherever you want to look up. By the way, we're on Amazon <laughs> um, now, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we should we do an announcement. I totally Amazon. forgot about that. We should do an announcement about that. Yes. So Yeah, I will make a post for that. Sweet. So we are on Amazon Podcast. So Woo-hoo! that's pretty amazing. Yep. And if you have movie suggestions or, you know. Like better ones other than this one. Yeah. Do better than me. <laughs> do better. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can send us a Gmail at thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com. And yeah, send yeah. those our way because, um, yeah, we want to hear from you. Absolutely. And of course, you can find us on Patreon if you are so inclined. Um, yes. So we'll have the link to that in the show notes. And anyways, I think that kind That's of it. wraps this week up. Yeah. Let you guys well, get back to your day. Anyways. Yeah, this episode. <laughs> Yeah. So we will all catch you next week uh, for Unfaithful and hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Yep. Bye. Bye.